You are listening to Up To Me Radio, the best in inspirational talk radio. It's up to me. Welcome to It Is Our Time, the podcast that talks about life, business, beauty, and wellness. Here we share our stories, our challenges, and our triumphs about life. We love to bring it to you in the power of the salon conversation from the salon to the podcast. I'm Belinda Baker, your host, joined this season with my sister friend, Stacey Richards. Hey, Stacey. Hey, Belinda, it's such an honor to be here with you today, and I am so excited to share this platform with you. This is going to be an amazing season. It is. It is. I'm excited to talk about the spirit of beauty and that sometimes beauty isn't looked at as having a spiritual and emotional aspect to it. And and we're connecting it to the whole sense of wellness this season in this series where we're focusing on self-care. You know, us as stylists, we've seen it from behind the chair with what we have almost 60 years between us. Behind the chair. 60 years. Yeah, yeah. So assessing that wellness is such a part to do with beauty. Um, This series is really going to expose how uh, it's necessary for us to learn how to make wise choices. It's necessary for us to be able to focus on positive energy and living a very proactive lifestyle. And so uh, I am excited with the guests that we actually have here with us today. You want to do the honors and introduce? Hey, everybody. Uh, We're so happy to have two of our faith finishers here with us today. It is such an honor to have them share this space with us. Our first guest that we have on the show for uh, the spirit of beauty and self-care is Kelly Thaddison. Hey, Kelly, how are you? Stacey, I'm honored to be here. I'm excited. (laughs) Yes, we're excited to have you, Kelly. It's going to be an amazing, amazing, amazing episode here. Our next guest that we have, we have Jamila Sampson. Hey, Jamila, how are you? Jamila is located in Atlanta, Georgia. Yes, thank you. And I'm just really happy to be here. Hi, Stacey. Hi, Kelly. Hi, Belinda. Hey. Guys, doesn't this feel like when we would get together during, you know, the disruption of COVID, um, I'm going to give them just a little bit of background. We came together with a missing component in all of our lives, and that was um, uh, wanting faith to fill us of the void of not being able to go into the salon and work. And so we started with affirmations. From the affirmations, we started our uh, uh, prayer group. From our prayer group, we started a business group. It was like this um, 
it was like this train that once it got started, it really was powerful to watch how God just allowed us to um, uh, deal with all of the stuff that individually we thought we were all dealing with it by ourselves. But once we started talking, we realized there was a lot of overlapping pieces uh, in there. And so we are going to, we're going to be transparent today. Mm -hmm. We're going to talk about that journey. We're going to talk about some of the unpacking uh, that happened. And we're going to talk about even some of the unpacking that's still happening now. Right? Yeah, yeah, Yeah. absolutely. And let's not forget, Belinda, the mastermind behind that journey that started all of this, our leader, you are a true leader in the beauty industry. So for those people who don't really know, she's Belinda Baker. She's a leader. She's an educator. She's a mom. She's a business owner. She's a prayer warrior. Um, She's everything and the above. But we have, and I know I have, learned so much from you and you you've been nothing but a mentor a friend a sister you know like you're that girl (laughs) well well I thank you guys because you know in in all honesty my life literally is just about being humble to be used as a servant for God and in doing that, sometimes it's in places where I'm like, I have no clue. When I said when we started those affirmations, that those 30 days of affirmation that turned into 45, that turned into weekly prayer um, uh, 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 conversations, because we needed that. But in, in being obedient and humble to say, okay, God, I'm willing to look like a fool because I was like, Facebook Live, I've never did that before. What are you talking about going on there and talking? You know, I don't even know what it is that you want me to talk about. And it was like, I'll give it to you. I just want you to be obedient. Do it. And not realizing that the, the faith component, um, for me, it was enlightening. So thank you, Stacy. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for being a part here right beside me on the podcast. And we're just going to dive right into these two young ladies because I yes. have to show I have to show something um, for our listeners who can't see this. I am literally holding up a red notebook that says Faith Finishers 2020 and 2021, which is part of that first part of the journey. And inside I have notes, Kelly and Jamila, that you guys shared as we talked about some of the things that were distractions and disruptors during the COVID shutdown. And that's what we called them, distractors and disruptions. And then um, it led over into us talking about some of the things that you wanted to do to get beyond the disruptions and the, um, the, 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 the distractions. And since we're talking about the beauty, uh, the spirit of beauty and self-care, we want to kind of talk to them about how uh, how you utilize self-care in this process as we kind of go through it. So I want to start with Jamila first. Is that okay, Kelly? All right, Jamila. Yes. 
used three words to describe you. I don't even know if you remember it. Joy, appreciation, and gratitude. We were talking about give three words that describes the essence of who you want to be known as. And those were your three words, joy, appreciation, and gratitude. So I want you to kind of talk about during the disruption, those were the words that came to mind. Where you are now in 2022, when you use those three words and you think about it, joy, appreciation, and gratitude, is there a difference between what was then and what is now? And if so, what is that? Hmm. What's interesting is I don't even remember that. <laughs> the conversation. <laughs> but I, I believe I said that out of faith. Like it was a faith reach at the time because I was petrified during it <laughs> you know when the um when I first had to come home from the salon yes and I came home and I'm used to you know being the breadwinner I'm a mother and I'm coming home and I have three children who I am now you know the caretaker the teacher the principal the parent, you know, the nurse, everything. Um, and I felt overwhelmed and ill-equipped for mm. what I knew that I was responsible for. Um, and although, you know, I had, and then I had hundreds of clients that I felt beholden to that, you know, I felt obligated to be available for them. Um, but I was at home with the children that I knew had to be a higher priority than the clients who had been, I'd be looking at them like they're sustaining my lifestyle, my income comes from them, but I had to choose. And so I think when I said those words, I was... I was speaking the opposite of what I was feeling. Mm. So I, I want to have joy in this, you know, in this huge task that I felt like I didn't have, that I wasn't equipped for. I wanted to find, you know, appreciation in what I actually did have. And I wanted to have an attitude of gratitude every day rather than waking up shaking with dread, which is what I was doing in the beginning. Mm. Um, so I desperately needed the support and the connection, you know, with you ladies and the Faith Finishers community. I, I desperately needed it um, because I was at home alone with my children, you know, <laughs> trying to figure out what to do next. Yeah. You, know, you go from making thousands per week to zero. Yeah. Wow. Um, and that was, that was where I was. I was speaking my faith. So now 
looking at this is I was thinking then of looking around me and finding joy around me. But since then, instead, what I found is joy within. Yes. I think what I found is not like this is more than I even anticipated. Since then, I've become satisfied with myself and confident in myself because I know that God, he'll equip me. I mean, if if he gives me a task, he's going to give me whatever I need to get it done. He's not going to dump a responsibility on me and then, you know, just leave me to figure it out. He's there. He's with me. He's present. And so the appreciation I have is now seeing all of the things he's given me and realizing, you know, he's given me everything that I need. So it's been more of a mining experience. Instead of me looking around and taking inventory, it's like I'm looking within and realizing that I have a treasure. You know, that scripture that says a treasure in earthen vessels. Well, you know, the tre- it's right here. He gave me what I needed. So I'm thankful for making it through that time, you know, from a financial standpoint, from a family standpoint and the new connections that I made with my children, um, the closeness we have now for the place I am now where I prioritize myself and my family over my business. Um, I'm really thankful for that. So I have a lot of gratitude, but you know, the, the greatest gratitude is the work that God has done in me. And I'm just, you know, I'm looking at these words now, like, wow, I did, I just, I didn't expect it to come out this way, but you know, who, who can do it better, but yes. God. Exactly. Exactly. Wow. wow. Exactly. That's, that's amazing, Jamila. And I mean, you know, when you look back, it's, it's, it's almost kind of a sense of sometimes you got to sit down in order to be able to find out what it is that you really truly need and you just pretty much spoke what you needed um but you couldn't get it until you sat down and it I mean I'm sure with our listeners there are a lot of people out here that are listening that either felt that way or even still feel that way because one thing that you pointed out Jamila was um you you're now at home alone and it's just you and your kids. The connection that we all have was we get up every day, we go in a salon and to be there to service a client, it wasn't just about doing hair. It was like a sanctuary, you know, where you get to dialogue, you know, you get to hear, you get to love, you know, you get to appreciate, you know, you're challenged in a lot of areas but for the most part, the clients were coming in the salon and we were giving to them, but we weren't getting. And so it was what we needed. They were getting stuff, but we were giving, but they were, we weren't getting. Stacey, yeah. it's interesting you went, went that direction because what I was writing, I know I'm a note taker. So thank you so much for that message, uh, Pastor uh, Jamila. Uh- <laughs> Um, number one, what I heard you say, prioritization is important. And when you step back and you prioritize real prioritization that you put family, 
self, family, God, then business. And I'm saying this in regards to whatever business someone has, you know, whether they're an entrepreneur or whether you're going into a corporate job. At some point, you have to make sure that you are prioritizing, as you were saying, and making important choices with the time that you have. And in that, what you spoke into the atmosphere, into the universe, you're now reaping the benefits, not because you just spoke it, but you put an action behind the belief. That was really, that was really inspiring, very inspiring. Um, wow. Kelly. I have in your book, I just, I just want to show you right here what stood out with me. I don't mind being transparent when people see all of the notes that I take when I talk with you guys, right? All right. And what stood out to me was you spoke about the Kelly Rochelle experience. And when you spoke about the Kelly Rochelle experience, there was a light that, that went on in you. There's a light that goes on in you, even when I say it and I, I can see you on Zoom smiling, you're beaming. And there were three elements here that we spoke about that you were working towards. And then it's so interesting because self-care and beauty through the track of hair loss, spiritual relationships through the track of finances, and then your overall overarching desire was to connect all of your elements because you were so graced to be able to have any one of these tracks, not to mention owning a salon and having a thriving business. But you had all of these elements that were possibilities for you, right? But your Kelly Rochelle experience, you were asking and saying to God, show me my steps. So back then when you were talking about it and now where you are, kind of talk about the evolution that's happening for you and some of that part of the journey that you're experiencing, um, you know, with our listeners. So back then, back then was really, really difficult. Like it was very, um, and I might cry, but that was a very heavy season for me. But everything that I experienced back then, God was speaking to me, telling me that it was going to be used and that it was bigger than me and that is what kept me grounded um, between hearing his voice speaking back to me and then the people that surrounded me the people that got placed in my life that just confirmed everything that was being spoken to me that helped me to just kind of keep pushing forward and I, I think about it now and it's like, I have a t-shirt and I say it all the time, God will blow your mind if you allow him to. And something happens daily. 
where God blows my mind in regards to the Kelly Rochelle experience. Um, and fast forward to now, like I have been actively working on the Kelly Rochelle experience since then. Um, I started off with just talking with people, working with people one-on-one, -on -one, you know, in my chair, mentoring, um, mentoring people, um, being invited to do different financial workshops. People like Jamila calling me up, asking me how to work QuickBooks and, you know, bookkeeping, just different things like that. And I, I got really excited, you know, helping people do those things. Even the spiritual journey, um, I've had a few women um, that I've worked with one-on-one, -on -one, you know, where they had difficulties in their marriage and encouraging them and praying with them and walking them through what it looks like if you leave versus working it out. Um, and even now, you know, I, I'm in the process of launching a website for a blog. So I've been writing blog articles and being very transparent um, about different, my different life experiences. Um, I started social media page. I have a couple of social media pages where I kind of introduced the Kelly Rochelle experience. And um, even just with that, you know, the feedback that I have gotten, you know, people inboxing me or texting me and just sharing how me being transparent and vulnerable um, is helping them. It makes them feel like they're not alone. And then also, you know, people have a perception of me or business owners that we have it all together and that we don't have any problems and, you know, so it's, on one hand, I, I don't mind um, sharing me, but on the other hand, it's, it's scary because it's like, I'm exposing myself. Like I'm exposing everything. Yeah. Yeah. But I want to be obedient because that's what God told me to do. Yes. 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 I mean, I love those three words that, that just came to mind as you were talking. You're willing to be transparent. You're willing to be vulnerable. And you are willing to share even through your weakness of what would be perceived as a weakness. But in all of that, it leaves the door open for God to use you because what you're saying is I can't do it myself. And so therefore I must rely on God and his strength and his wisdom and his knowledge and his ways to even, you know, get through the pain, get through the hurt, get through the fear in all of that. So the Kelly, one, I wanna tell you the Kelly Rochelle experience, it just resonates power. When I hear it, I just hear power. That that's what God, he just wants to blow your mind because you're willing to use every aspect of what you've gone through. Um, in in the past. And so, Stace, I know that 
um, as we've been talking about the when before coming to now and we're, we're talking from a standpoint of self-care, the spirit of beauty through self-care and finding purpose. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of it, as we search for our purpose, we, we, it's almost like, and, and I equate it to this, that cell phone, if you don't plug it in, at some point, it'll go off. And it doesn't mean that what's inside of it, all of the nuts and bolts and the ability to connect to the internet, all your pictures, all your, your life of calendars, all that is still inside. But as long as it does not have power, it will not serve you well. Our lives are connected to God, to the purpose by which he created us. When we find ourselves connected and plugged in, what he gives us never stops. But when we are disconnected, we're unplugged. It doesn't mean that what he told us is voided. It simply means we need to reconnect up to him. And with that said, speaking from then to now, I know that you have some insight as part of the faith finishers you would like to share with us as well, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, from then to now is how do you know what you need <laughs> until, you know, it, it, you actually, it's, it's like stepping back off of the situation, and then taking a clear look at it. For me, I, I went through so many challenges as being a caregiver all my life. So, you know, for me, it was a huge fight. But leading up to now, I understand what my purpose is. And it wasn't so much as being the caregiver as to understanding what I was fighting. So when I made this statement on the last episode, um, how do you know what to fight if you don't show up for the fight? So in that, that speak volumes for me because I wasn't showing up for the fight. Mm. So I didn't know what to fight and Mm -hmm. even when I thought I showed up Mm -hmm. it was I was still losing the battle because Mm -hmm. I didn't know what I was fighting so it's kind of like you are just out there and you just punching in air and you're not hitting nothing because one my eyes were closed and in the closure of my eyes had more to do with what I was feeling So it was all these emotions. So when you got all these emotions bottled up and the emotions really are about you, it's not about anything else except you because your emotions are your feelings. It's what you're feeling at that time. And, And a lot of times when you're in your feelings, you act based on how you feel versus, you know, what is to be. And so every action that I had 
it was based off of my feelings. So I made moves based off of how I felt. I spoke to people based off of how I felt because I thought I was fighting, but I wasn't fighting. My eyes was closed. I had these blindfolds on. And so it wasn't until, and I want to say about two years ago, like when we all got together and then I started to think, because it didn't happen right away, slowly starting, it was like inch by inch, started to pull those blindfolds off. And that's when I really got to see like, hey, wait a minute, you're doing this all wrong. You're doing this all wrong. And so, you know, I'm in the recovery phase now, whereas, you know, my life is like the 1978 movie, The Wiz. And each one of those characters represents a piece of my journey. And a year ago, I started to question, well, what part of the journey am I on then now? And it's the courage journey. Well, I didn't necessarily feel like I had courage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But when I really started to look at it, it's like, well, what does courage mean? And when I had to look at what courage meant for me, courage meant was show up for the fight. Mm-hmm. Show up for the fight. You first got to show up for the fight. And then when you show up, look at what you're fighting. Mm-hmm. And what I was looking at was a generational curse. And now I have to deal with generational curse. So what I thought I was fighting, dealing with my dad going back and forth and the pressure, the strain, the stress, the emotions and everything, you know, feeling like I'm left out, unappreciated, um, not being cared for, like I didn't matter, had more to do with my evaluation, I needed to evaluate who he was and what was happening with him. And that took even now um, digging into his roots. And it's crazy how it's happening because digging into those roots now brings me courage. And so the courage side of this now is, you know, I can speak different, act different. I'm not carrying my feelings on my sleeves anymore. And this, I literally had to have a conversation with myself to say, you know, every day you get up, the, the smallest thing, it has to be something for you. And so I wake up every day around 3, 30, 4 o'clock in the morning. And for a lot of people, like, what? That's early. But, you know, that's the time where the house is quiet. So that's peace. And one of the things that I asked for was peace. And so I had to show up for me in peace. And that's my time with God. So, you know, I get to talk to God, you know, and I'm reading my scripture right now. I'm, I'm reading the whole Bible. Like, who gosh. Yes. <laughs> well, what I love is that you just piggyback off of what Jamila said earlier, and that is prioritizing self, N- making that not a, a ugly word, N- not getting the leftovers. Because 
how many of you can speak to the fact that our way that we used to operate was after you did everything for everybody else, whatever was left over was what you got for that day. Yeah. Right. Uh, Kelly or Jamila want to speak to that one about the leftovers. Yeah, no, I'm the priority now. I always, I always was the priority, but 2020 and 2021, it yes. drove it home even more so. Yes, yes. Like I, I tell my clients now, like you went three months without having your hair done. <laughs> right. Like you'll be okay if I'm not at work. And like, I'm gonna, I want to ask you. So when you started speaking directly to them, not afraid to get a response back to them with your eyes clearly open that I need to make sure that I'm okay. Um, was the response any, any different than you expected or was it as more positive or was it any negativity to it? There were, there were, there, I can tell you there were two, I know two negative, two negative experiences too, but everyone else, they understood and a majority of my clients at a certain point knew what I was going through, yes. you know, during that time. And then also, I, I believe they all were feeling the weight of the world as well, like the COVID stress and just not knowing what was happening. And, you know, I think everybody was just kind of in a place where be, be kind, be gentle. Yes. You know, so... Yes. Yeah. That makes that makes sense. And Jamila, I, I don't want to omit you in that uh, equation there talking about what was it like for you, you know, speaking your truth to uh, to your clients. And I remember what you said that you understood this is my income. This is this is this is bread and butter for the house. So how was it for you? Well, I was um, putting it off and putting it off and putting it off. I would draft an email and then I wouldn't send it. And then I would um, write up a new draft, um, not send it. And then I would ask someone to read it first and get their approval and then not send it. (laughs) (laughs) I think I did that for a long, 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 long long time. Uh, I felt guilty. Mm-hmm. Uh, I knew that I was supposed to, I knew I was doing the right thing mm-hmm. by prioritizing myself and making necessary changes mm-hmm. um, because the, the way that I was operating before was not sustainable. I mean, if I was 20, if I was 25, you know, and trying to cram clients in every hour of the day that I was awake. Right. Um, yeah, that was okay when I was 25, but um it wasn't a realistic way to continue living. So I knew that I had to make the change, but I did, I, I felt bad about saying no. All right. All of us can raise our hands on that one, that the word no is a complete sentence all by itself. And we, as women, have to learn how to say no, when it does not fit our prioritized lifestyle. 
I'm going to say it one more time. We as women, and yes, I did isolate women because generally we try to carry so much, have to recognize that no capital N, capital O is a complete sentence all by itself. So there's not a need to go back behind it and do a whole dialogue on why your answer was no. It's just no. I can't squeeze you in. No, I don't work on Tuesdays. No, I take my last client at three. No, I don't do family discounts. No, come on, I might have. It's a whole bunch more to that that you guys can add, right? It's, yeah, yeah. Try like, because I commuted between states. No, I'm not traveling this weekend. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Because right. we were, we're, we're still talking about self-care and finding purpose. Because sometimes we think that purpose is doing this business at a large scale. So much so that you can't even control it. You can't even balance it. You can't even find you in the middle of it. Right. So I want to ask, ask um, Kelly, when you started, because you, you went through quite a bit, and, and we kind of glossed over the fact that there, there was a lot of family dynamics going on, you know, over the last couple of years, there was a lot of um, um, self-revelation within your Kelly Rochelle experience and journey that you've gone through. Um, finding and, and releasing your fear, because you said something earlier in our in our pre-conversation that some of you feel like you're at the top of this diving board and you're out on the corner and it, it, you know you need to jump but you're afraid yeah you're not by yourself what what how talk to us about that feeling talk to us about where you are in that journey and talk to us about you know just be you know the transparency of that. So I'm in, I'm in a place now where I want out of the salon and it's scary because I have been a hairstylist for 28 years and this has been my income for 28 years. And I'm at a place now where I know that I'm really, um, I have the education, you know, if I wanted to, and this is something that I struggle with, even with saying no, like I have conversations with myself every week. I have conversations with myself. You know, I have people always reaching out to me that want to come and I have to say, no, Kelly, like, you're planning your exit strategy. Like you, you, your work schedule is perfect for your lifestyle right now. Um, even yesterday, I had some someone reach out to me, you know, can you take me on Wednesday next week? And I'm, I almost did, you know, cause I looked at the number, but then I was like, you don't work on Wednesday next week. So no, you cannot take her. And you just let her know when your next opening is. And that's what I did. But it was a challenge. 
you know, because doing hair is, it's like, we can do it in our sleep. Mm-hmm. It's like second nature. It's especially when you've been doing it for so long, but I know what God has called me to. And I know how I, I can see how things are happening for what he has called me to like doors are opening opportunities are presenting themselves and um he's just waiting for me to jump mm-hmm. he's just waiting for me to go mm-hmm. and, and I hear like I get people who who share their testimonies with me who have jumped you know and it sounds good in the moment when I hear it <laughs> but then it it fades you know it's like I I I I need to be plugged in to that type of mm. connection sport. You know, I need to hear, and I keep saying, I said that to myself, like I need to, I need to be connected to people who have done or have went down the path that I have. Yes. Cause yes. It's, it's, I think that's a, a very valuable statement right there for anyone that's listening that finds themselves kind of caught where, you know, that next step is just jump, but just like we plugged into each other as the faith finishers group back in 2020 with the pandemic, that plug-in gave us the next steps of our journey. So plugging into the right community that um, that keeps connect, keeps you connected to jump Kelly, go, yeah. you can yeah. do it Kelly. We're right here. We're going to catch yeah. you. Up underneath. Yeah. Come on, Kelly. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like edifying. That's uh, anybody else does I, I know I need that sometimes. I need yeah. that. And you know, I have oh, I'm in a place you. now where I tell people, like I and I'm okay with it. There was a point in time, maybe even a few months ago, where if I did something, I would feel bad for telling people I need acknowledgement for what I just did. Like I need a cheerleader. You know, everywhere I go, when I'm at work, when I'm at the yeah. gym, I tell them, can you keep some stickers here for me and to give to me to let me know that I did a good job? Like, I need people to yeah. cheer yeah. me on as I am tracking along this journey. Wow, yeah. that's good. That's good, Kelly, yes. because, you know, I jumped and everything that you're talking about, like, I wish I had those. That didn't and still like there is that need but like for months probably almost up to a year after I jumped I was like I mean I was having this conversation with myself every day like oh did you make the right decision like I think you might want to you know and then the naysayers was like well don't you want to go into a salon here you know but I, I really, for a moment, and I hit it because I was trying to be my own cheerleader on the sideline. But then, you know, it was kind of like that offense and defense happening both simultaneously. Like one part was saying, who go, girl, go. You did a good job. Yes, you're going to move forward. That other side was like, no, like, is this? You know, and it, it was it was a hard feeling that I kept hitting for a very long time. Yeah, yeah. I, it, it's 
I think it's human nature, Kelly. I don't think there's anything wrong with, actually, I think that it's a better thing to be able to tell those around you that love you, that support you, what your need is. Um, You know, a lot of times we say it's our love language, but it is our motivator. It is our encourager. It is what, it is what keeps us doing that repetitive action that's necessary to get to the next, to the next point. Um, Jamila, what about you um, having that, that cheerleader or having, what is, what is it that keeps you motivated to continue on? Honestly, the same thing. I mean, I know exactly what you're saying, Kelly, with the, you need someone to say, Hey, this is good. You know, even God did it himself. You know, he made something and he sat back and said, hmm, this is good. So very good. Yeah. He said, this is very good. But I needed that. And I didn't realize I had been starved of that to some degree. I always had a naysayer or two or three or four, but I did not always have a cheerleader. And you all have been that for me. So there were ideas that had been, you know, floating around in my head, but I never took any action because um, I realized that I was, I think I was addicted to approval. Like I felt so starved of it that I wasn't comfortable moving forward in anything unless someone else approved of it and agreed with me and said that it was good. And so now after just sharing and I've, you know, being in a safe place. Um, and, you know, as we kept talking with faith finishers and I just started sharing all the randomness in my head and you all are like, wow, that's great. Oh, that's a good idea. And I said, oh, well, maybe, maybe this is a good idea. And so that just somebody saying, wow, that's a good idea pushed me into action. And I produce things from something that's been floating in my head for 15 years after just, you know, three, five, eight sisters saying, oh, that's good. That's a good idea. Or, hmm, I never thought of that. So just those little words of encouragement moved me from, you know, wondering and imagining into actually doing something. And so that, I think that support is, it's, it's invaluable. Mm-hmm. I mean, just, just speaking life into one another, you know, a smiley emoji, you know, the little cartwheel, a happy face, star, the little hearts emojis, all of those things as small as a gesture as it may seem, that's the stuff that kept me going. That's the stuff that made me stay up till midnight and finish writing a book I'm working on. That's the thing that said that rang in my head when I felt so confused trying to work out something on a website. And I can, it's like, I can hear your voices saying, you can do it. You got it. I'll help you. Even, even if I didn't get the help, knowing that I had a sisterhood that was open and willing to help me, motivated me to keep, keep going with something that I would just normally give up on and walk away from. So I, I mean, that, I think that's something that was huge. I I don't know if huge is a big enough word, (laughs) but the encouragement and the motivation from the community, from the fellowship and the sisterhood that we developed has, it's changed my life dramatically. I'm, I know I'm a different person. This is a level of confidence that I've never walked in 
in my entire life. I could play confident. I get on the stage, I can turn it on. But in real life, like I really like myself. I really enjoy my life. I'm really happy. And I, I really credit that to being in this safe community of people who I know love me. That's awesome. That's Can I awesome. A comment? Can I Absolutely. make a comment? Yes, Kelly. It's something that came up as, as you were speaking, Jamila, you know, when we were meeting regularly and how um, we all pumped each other. And the thought that just came to me was during that time period, like I was, I was doing a lot of work. Like, like I had a lot of moving pieces at the same time. Like I was, I was in the middle of a divorce. We were in the middle of a pandemic. I left my church. I was getting ready to move out of my house that I lived in for 16 years. Um, I had a lot of decisions to make and I felt this shift in my business. And so for two years, and I was actively healing. I was doing the work. I've had two therapists at one time. I had a coach. I had you guys like... I had so many people around me um, and I, and it got to a point, I can say recently where I feel like I hit a wall and I'm like, I'm tired. Like, what's the rush? What's the rush to keep, you know, and I know I need, um, I need to keep the momentum, which I have been keeping the momentum. And I had to, I had to tell myself that like, you're still doing things. You're still doing things to bring the Kelly Rochelle experience to life. Um, but self-care, you know, I had to take a step back and just say, even recently, I want to say it was in the past two weeks, God speaks to me in my dreams, uh, specifically, like just before I'm about to wake up. And God said to me, you don't need to take any more classes. You don't need to pour anything else into your mind, into your brain. It's time for you to pour out. Stop taking classes. And this all the way across the board with Bible studies at church. They, they had a prayer class, like a 12-week prayer class that I wanted to sign up for. Like all kinds of things. And I'm just, I love to learn, but I can't take in anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's and it's like... And yeah, and it's like, I had to sit with that and think about it. Like, why am I doing this? And it's to fill the void. It's, it was to fill a void because for two and a half, three years, I was doing so much work on healing. And now that I'm on the other side and I'm free from a lot of those things that had me bound. Now I feel like I need to fill the time up with other things. And God was like, no, you don't. It's time for you to pour out. It's time for you to get a plan together so that you can continue to pour out. That is good. That is so good. That is good. You're full. I'm overflowing full. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And it's now to the point to the point where my my brain feels like don't put anything else in here. stop it yes (laughs) yeah yeah but it's really good because I love I love what you just pointed out sometimes busy isn't good busy is for you not 
to have to deal with what is your next step. It's filling a void as opposed to producing. So it's your production time now. Yeah, it's time to jump. It's time to jump. And guess what, Kelly? We are all standing at the bottom of that pool. We're in there. We got you. All right. We got you. We gonna catch you. We got you. Look, (laughs) all you gotta do is jump. That's it. All you gotta do is jump. Ladies, you know, we were talking about the spirit of beauty, um, specifically about self-care and finding purpose. And uh, as a group, we're all part of the Faith Finishers, which is a um, prayer group that started during COVID-19, where we uh, started with affirmations and continued into weekly prayers not only for ourselves, but for our community, for the world, for um, for, for various uh, people and things. Um, and God, we saw the manifestation of God. We saw his hand move. And specifically, we also wanted to work on our businesses. We wanted to take the opportunity to pivot because we recognize that it was God in the midst of all of that saying to each and every one of us, you have time now to reflect. You have time now to assess. You have time to hear from me so that your next part of your journey is truly filled with me. And so um, I, I want you to think about if you had to speak to someone about the spirit of beauty through self-care and finding purpose. I would love for you to share any nuggets or any thoughts that you have about what you've experienced and any revelations that God has given you in, in that part of your journey, you know, with our listeners. Um, Jamila or Kelly, either one, yes. Okay. <laughs> Your smiles are contagious. <laughs> when I think of the spirit of beauty through self-care and finding purpose, it's the spirit of beauty, I think of the creativity of God and the like the outward adornment but like inner purity as well Mm -hmm. so when I think of the spirit beauty those are the the terms that come to mind um but through self-care and finding purpose and I think Kelly was kind of going the direction that I thought of when I looked at the subject and it's in rest and that, you know, rest, it can mean several things. It can mean sitting still. It can mean taking a break. It can mean sleeping. It can mean um, finalizing something, you know, like the defense rest. I mean, this is the end of something. 
This is the end of the argument, the end of the debate. Um, you know, and rest can just mean relaxing, you know, just rejuvenating or renewal. And so when I think of those, those terms together with, um, you know, self-care and finding purpose, I think that's been my experience where I was forced to rest. There was no place to go. You know, work was shut down. My car broke down. And I literally just had to stay at home in the house. And so what I had was hours and hours of time to fill up with things that, you know, would not, I would not have had the opportunity to do otherwise. And one of the things that I had to prioritize was sleeping. And in sleeping, I began to dream again. You know, there are times where you, you can lay down, you sleep, but if you don't get quality sleep, you never get to a dream state, right? So I had to create like a ritual around sleeping. And I actually called Kelly <laughs> to ask for, <laughs> I, for, I needed a consultation. I need a sleep coach. <laughs> I knew that she had this self-care routine down pat. And I needed to know how to do that. How do I relax? How do I, you know, actually have quality sleep and prioritizing a sleep in that time? I found the amount of hours that I need to sleep each day to feel well rested. The hours, if I go sleep this certain time, then my day flows better. If I, you know, go to bed and wake up at the same time, if I do a series of, you know, activities like a specific wind down activity before bed you know, stop drinking at this time, eat at this time. And Kelly really helped me through that. But in that place, in finding, I had to create my own rhythm without the obligations of leaving the house and being at the salon and, the, you know, the schedule of clients. So I had to find a rhythm within my house where it was just, okay, God, what do you want me to do? And I would actually spend a lot more time praying and listening. And so I got downloaded priorities from God each day. And I built my, you know, my schedule around that. And so since then, it's like, I, I haven't gone back. Like I'm not, I, I'm, a, I'm still a planner, but I still wait. I spend time with God and wait for that download. And I make sure that I go to sleep now where, you know, before I might stretch myself or push myself, um, you know, now it just has to be like a divine unction for me to stay up for any reason. So <laughs> otherwise, <laughs> so that thing, like in that, in that prioritizing, you know, my sleep and my schedule, I, you know, I got into a rhythm with God. And last year, I, last January, February, I, um, I had COVID and I was at home and while I was sleeping, I woke up at like 1am and the Holy Spirit downloaded a whole book to me, like the whole book. So I woke up, I wrote it out and now that book, Six Figure Locks is the name of the book and it's just the story of how 
I earned my first $10,000 month. How did I get to, you know, a place where my, you know, my income was flowing regularly. And I just wrote it all out. It was, it was like a down. It wasn't even like I wrote the book. It's like, I could hear it in a tape recorder and I wrote it down. So the Holy spirit gave me what to say, but I don't know if I would have been available. You know, would I have even been sleeping long enough, you know, to get that wake up call and to hear that download from the Holy spirit. So I know that that's part of the result. And even in writing and being able to write that so freely um, and, in, you know, taking notes when we were together um, of our conversations and reevaluating the notes, I found an identity. So there's part of me that I never looked at as valuable before and that I'm a writer. I thought of myself as an artist. I thought of myself as a hairstylist, as a mother but I had never described myself as a writer. But all I do is write, I write everything. I try to do the online accounting. I, I have to write it down. I type it in, but I still have to write it. I write everything. So now in I found rest in God and I found my purpose and I accepted what he made me to be, which is also a writer. I'm an author, I'm a scribe. Whatever word you want to use for writer, I'm that. And I received that. I accept that identity that God gave to me. And I found, you know, that purpose in writing that I can do more by writing a book than I can by seeing, you know, 20 clients per week in the salon. I can add more value. I can leave a legacy for my children. You know, I can leave a legacy that lives on beyond, you know, my generation or the next by writing the things that God has given to me. So I'm just thankful for learning that, you know, I'm learning that through the self-care, through rest, I was able to find my purpose as a writer. And I'm thankful. That's awesome. That is awesome. Yeah. 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 Ellie? The, the question again, the spirit, the spirit of beauty and the purpose? My, just sharing what, um, when you think of the spirit of beauty, um, through self-care and finding purpose um, that you would want to share with the listeners, uh, any aspect of that you want to share, you know, with them. So, so I, I have always been um, a huge fan of self-care. And like I stated before, you know, during when we met, I was in the middle of a divorce prior to that. It started in 2018. So I was on the shutdown, <laughs> the isolation before we were actually on isolation. And um, I remember in 2018, uh, late 2018, I was like, I need to pull myself out of this rut that I'm in. And I went to a workshop and it was a radical self-care workshop. And I don't remember all the details, um, but it helped to get the wheel rolling with me with taking care of myself because I never was one to just let myself spiral out um, with anything. And so fast forward to meeting you ladies, I, I had already taken some steps um, in radical self-care. And when I say radical self-care, I don't mean like 
you know, taking bubble baths and, you know, going to sleep on time and getting massages and all of that. I mean, going deep, like therapy, healing. And so for me, um, self-care, the spirit of beauty and purpose, it all boils down to healing for me. Um, through the past two and a half, three years, I know my purpose is to help people heal. And for me, that is the spirit of beauty. When I see myself now, I can say that I am beautiful because, and I have the spirit of beauty because I'm healed. I'm whole. I did the work. It wasn't easy. God took me on an expedited process to get to this point, but I know why, because I'm activated and he's using me now to help people to heal. And I, and I mentioned earlier how I wrote a personal declaration all throughout that declaration. I am saying I am a healer. I am a healer. I am a healer. And it's been confirmed to me many times. And, um, I, I can say it confidently like that. That is my spirit of beauty, that I'm a healer. And I'm a big proponent of self-care. I'm a self-care guru, <laughs> as yes, Ms. Ms. Robin <laughs> would say. And now I can, I can honestly say I can partake in the regular self-care activities and fully enjoy them. They're not they're not filling a void. They're not to cover up something. If I go buy myself something, it's not out of pain. It's not out of hurt. It's, I deserve it. And I want something nice for myself. It's not because I'm so sad and my feelings are hurting. Oh, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like I'm at the point of life where everything is this wonderful and amazing. And I'm grateful for everything. That's that speaks the spirit of beauty for me it's beautiful it's beautiful it's beautiful and i'm going to have um my co-host stacy just join in there where we talk about the spirit of beauty and self-care and finding purpose wow um follow the yellow brick road <laughs> <laughs> Follow the yellow brick road. Um, I mean, you know, for me, it, it it just takes me to that affirmation that I wrote. I'm mastering my journey of success to receive everything that God has stored up for me. And it that what he has stored up for me is not things that you can go and buy. It was the understanding of my purpose in life which is love, it's courage, and it's also in my mind. So, you know, when we look at it, if you you put it into this perspective of my body and soul, those three things are the spirit of beauty for me. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Ladies, I've just so thoroughly enjoyed connecting today here on It's Our Time, the podcast that uh, that involves the power of the salon conversation. Since we're all 
stylists since we all own our businesses. And this is just speaking personally about some of the parts of our journey and sharing with our listening audience. Um, you know, the spirit of beauty, um, we used to say that and then we turn it around and we'd say the beauty of spirit. And very eloquently, we've kind of unpacked some of the things that happened along our journey and has continued to happen along our journey that's, um, that is allowing us to operate in purpose. And in that find how to maintain that through self-care so that our purpose gets completed and whole. And I love what you said, guys, about this, it takes a community. And it does. It takes a community of like-minded spirits, our mind and bodies to work together for this journey. And that's how God created it. That is how he created it. And so I want to make sure that everyone knows that is listening that your bios will be posted on the website along with um, being able to continue dialogue if they heard something that you talked about and they would like, they have a question. Uh, we have um, a place on the website where they can continue the dialogue and we will make sure to share that with you as well. Thank you guys so very much. Now, if they wanted to get in touch with you, Coach Kelly of the Kelly Rochelle Experience, would you share with them how they could connect with you? Um, yes. Mm -hmm. So right now you can um, message me on either Facebook or Instagram at the Kelly Rochelle Experience on both platforms. And I'm so sorry, I don't remember my email. I think my email is the, <laughs> the Kelly Rochelle at gmail.com. All right. Oh, K-E-L-L-Y. So I know people like to get fancy. I'm just regular Kelly, K-E-L-L-Y. <laughs> And, and, and we will definitely have it posted as well. So we'll make sure that that email is correct as well. And Jamila, would you share? Yes, I am on Facebook as Jamila Sampson, the same, J-A-M-I-L-A-S-A-M-P-S-O-N. Um, my business page is Jewel Beautiful. It's J-E-W-E-L-B-E-A-U-T-Y-F-U-L. So I'm also Jewel Beautiful on Instagram, and you can find my book at sixfigurelocks.com, spelled out S-I-X-F-I-G-U-R-E-L-O-C-S.com. Amen, amen. Okay, so listening audience, remember, send any questions to info at uptomeradio.com. That is up the number two, meradio.com. Don't forget when you go there to subscribe and sign in for any email notices that we have going out along with prizes that we send periodically and additional resource information. This podcast can be heard on uptomeradio.com or you can, when you link in, simply go and find our show. It is our time and you can stream it on any of the mainstream podcast connections, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, Stitchers, iTunes, any of those that you're listening to right now. We appreciate your support 
And you have truly, truly, guys, been a blessing being with us today. Thank you so much. And I want to share the fact that It Is Our Time is the podcast where we connect through our stories of life, business, beauty, and wellness. We want to hear from you guys. So share your concerns, your thoughts, your triumphs, and celebrations with us at Up To Me Radio. So until next time, remember, when we connect, talk, and share, we can inspire, motivate, and empower. Peace and blessings to everyone. We'll talk with you guys soon.